This is my reaction to the new Scream. The movie's just really tight. You know, there's no fat in it. Little crumbs are set up. Everything pay off. Let's talk about some of the fucking crazy shit. Let's talk about the fact that when I went in, my boy said, somebody's got to go down. And I said, no, I don't think you can take out one of them. He's like, somebody's got to go down, bro. And fucking David goes in and I'm like, didn't think, I didn't think, you know, he gets stabbed nine times. He'll survive. He's doing, you know, fuck. They killed the shit out of him. Let me tell you, there wasn't enough people in this movie theater because I went to the super late showing and there was a good amount though. I wish I went to the screening because I was like, no, I, what people told me, they said about me when I died, I did it when David died. David's been in this three more movies, two more movies than me. I fucking like, I fucking cried, man. And then I cried when Courtney saw it because I could see Courtney like it's, it's painful. It's painful to see the franchise kill off a fucking legend. And a sweet legend. It's painful to watch Courtney cry for her character that she loved Dewey because I know Courtney was crying and I met David really. You know what I mean? It was, again, the meta stuff because in real life, and I was crying. I was fucking crying, man. I did the Drew Barrymore show this week as a surprise, and I surprised those guys. They all, and it was just so beautiful to see them. And I was like, wanted to hug them through the screen. Of course, we're all on Zoom, but, and I got all emo and like, I'm getting emo and watching it. I was getting emo now because I was like, I really did feel that. And I felt like, oh no, like the fucking franchise is growing. It's just going, it's fucked up. It's like dying. It's growing and going and it's going to be forever now, but it's, my era is dying and it's sad. And, and in a way, I don't think you could ever bring me back because it, it just serves the purpose. The pain that you feel is why you love it. You know, Kevin always said that and I, I agree with him, you know. Unless there's a way. Um, it's fucking nuts. It's nuts that I was in the first movie as a human, as a character. The second movie as a character who died. The third movie audiovisually. The fourth movie through pictures. I mean, the fifth movie. The fourth movie through references, but the fifth movie really through a shrine and adoration and pictures. It's incredible that they still keep me in there. Like, my phone has been blowing up. I told everyone, don't tell me anything, because I only know the two things. And then, oh, and then Marley's just so sweet. You know what's crazy about Scream is they do these kills in the day, which is kind of unheard of in a horror movie, but it's still scary. And, like, when Marley was walking up the walk, I, that was the only kill I could predict. I just felt like this is a, like, the way these guys frame the shots, only because I'm in it, been in it before, I know how what Wes would do, and I could feel like they were doing, you know, like, keeping the rules of Wes. With their own spin, and I just he came out of the bush. And <laughs> by her saving the son, she caught it, and I was like, oh, "That's fucked up." I mean, she's not in it as much as David and stuff, but she's still a known character. She got fucking off, and then the kid, and then he died. But his name's West. Obviously, he's an old man. It's the West, and West passed away. So it was a lot. It was a lot, man. There's so many reasons why the movie is so good, and I don't have to do any of this. Why I'm I'm. I'm talking about it because there's a whole other thing because because it's so in the zeitgeist. You guys want to hear from me. I am lucky enough to be a part of these movies and and I'm affected by it, you know, and I want to share, you know, I share my experiences. Here's what's crazy what the movie did. Are you ready? 
how can I say this? What's the right word? Here's what's crazy with the movie did. It humanized Skeet. It humanized Billy. Like, Skeet is awesome in it. Like, I like, he's like, just like the fucking throat. So he's crazy there, right? And he's, there's the moments where you see who he is, and then he's fucking, just like the throats. Like, he's got this daughter who's fighting her demons. So she's the spawn of evil. Skeet is telling her, give in, give in, you know? She's like, now, and she's on Percocets and all this shit. Then she sees the fucking knife and goes, never fuck with the, the daughter of a serial killer. She goes, yeah. So the, she's, Jack Quaid calls her the villain, but really because she was a spawn, a bastard spawn of demon Billy, but yet she's the hero because blessed by Sydney, I'm really randing it up right now, and uses the knife to kill him as Ghostface and fucking kills the shit out of him. And at the end, this beautiful moment, even though she was like a one-night stand, baby-born bastard, Skeet looks at her and he goes, like, not evil, just like, thank you. Like, so there's this thing of, you did what you had to do, girl, to survive. Use your father's tactics, even though I, you're the product of a one-nighter, and I don't know you, but your epigenetics came through. Look that up. And then she's like, you're right, Dad. So what did that do right here? That just fucked everything up. Because the fact Billy Loomis is somehow humanized, and oh, you almost feel sympathy for him, fuck my brain up. Like... Nev, Sydney, Nev has to, has to be sweet to this girl who, the daughter of her boyfriend who tried to kill her and killed all her friends and killed, tried to kill her dad, might have killed her mom. But yet you understand why Skeet told the daughter that and then you feel that Sydney blessed the daughter and said you had to do what you had to do and like, that's your father, that's not you. I understand you don't want any part of that. So, so you have this beautiful... Legacy heroine, Scream Queen, which is Nev Campbell, but Sydney Prescott. And then she tries to help the spawn of evil. And it totally works. And Billy, that was a Cobra Kai moment. That's what I want to say. That just turned the series on its head. That moment. Because you feel for her. She's a victim. She didn't ask to be born. She didn't ask to find that diary. And when she did, she didn't know what she was going to find. And then you feel like Skeet, like, what's his backstory? Because I know there was some stuff that made him go crazy. He wasn't just an evil guy. So it's like what they did in Cobra Kai. Um, they took Johnny and they made him so empathetic that you feel for him more. Martin Cove is the bad guy. And, 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 and Danielson's a little bit of an Encino asshole, right? Like, you're like, fuck this guy. Like, well, I'm gonna, I, I roll with Johnny. Johnny, Johnny's, Johnny's, fuck, he took his girl, he fucked shit up in the 80s, he fucked him his knee up in a tournament. Like, that's what this is. I'm like, so now, this girl, I don't know what their plans are. The torch obviously was passed. Well, not really, because Nev's alive. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like they were in the movie a perfect amount. They're not in the movie as much as I thought they'd be, but that when they're in the movie, it's very powerful and it makes complete sense because they're there almost as a Sherpa, you know? And that's that's what they're doing. Like, you know, not to bring myself into it again, but, you know, 
am an actor. When I did Tremors, they introduced my character as Bert's son, and the next one, Bert was sick for a lot of it, and I did a lot of Bert-esque things, like training me to be the next Bert, and then obviously Napoleon Dynamite somehow got involved. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. You get what I'm saying. Uh, you know what else this movie has is, uh, I'm sure they, I'm sure, I don't know how many people are going to get this, but again, never heavy handed at all this movie, but a lot of messages, women empowerment, which all the way, but scream has always been about strong women, surviving women, even though you see women get killed, uh, which is, you know, hard to see. You also see women survive like, you know, Gail Weathers, tough, strong, beautiful, independent. Uh, homage to the scene at the end, which it was Courtney, Nev, me standing over the body, she's like, do it again. But it was Courtney, Nev, and um, Billy's daughter. I forget all these actors' names. I'm so sorry if I don't know all of them. Don't be mad, guys. Um, and then Jenna Ortega comes in, who also survived. I'm so glad she was a good character because I didn't want her to be a, bur- a murderer. But it was four women, different generations of women. And it was natural and fit. Like, yo, we know what's up. So you got these guides in Courtney and... Nev, and then you got the new generation who are like, what the fuck's going on? And then it is, it's so meta because it's spawned, like, Jack's speech. I got, I got fucked up. Like, so, who is the other, the other character who is a killer? She did it because why? She, her parents moved into the house, and then she became obsessed, which makes sense, and internet went down. The 4chan, Reddit, that shit's just real. 8chan, that's just real. That does make sense with the Ralsicization, and you know, you can go down that rabbit hole of Alex Jones and stuff. And so I believed it. And then she, her parents bought the house. She became obsessed. She became like an emo, you know, like 30 seconds of Mars freak and like jumped the shark. And it was like murder is like the religion of this house. And then I forget what Jack Quaid, somebody tell me in the comments, what he was whose son. And he seemed like a frustrated writer, and he's like, what about my ending? Like, it was good. And, and then it was just a brilliant line, right? He's, it's like, it's not in this movie. And I think Nev said, this isn't a movie. And he goes, it will be, which is brilliant. That is, that's the only way you could do that. That's the only way you could do that line. My movie, in his head, right, in his fucking echo chamber, as we're watching it, it was like, whoa, did they break the fourth wall? And she goes, it's not a movie. And he goes, it will be, which it will be. Like, <laughs> who's the guy with me on the couch? I liked him, but it was, who was it? That was like the vivid video version. Every time they cut the stab, it was funny. It was like vivid video. You know what I'm saying. Um, I felt like it was the porn version, not porn, the porn version of Jamie Kennedy. I felt at any moment that dude with the big hog that was in all the pandemic was going to pop out, float by. You know that dude? That black dude with the big hog is always sitting down. I thought he was just going to. Okay, here's another question I have for the comments. Dewey Riley, Officer Hicks, which is Marley. Wes Hicks was her son. Who was Marley's husband? That ha- who's his father? Is he Stu Mocker's like relative? And then he died. He was a sweet kid, man. And I don't. I feel like fuck. They just got that kid in, and he's fucking deader than shit. There is just there's so much respect and and care and taken. With the making of this movie. It's just so well done. And it's just like, here's what the baseline is of the movie. Here's your base canon, if you will. So they took the legacy canon, took that lineage and ghost faced it out with a new generation, homages to the old. 
then reluctantly the old came back. I mean, they did. Reluctantly, the characters killed people so they would draw them into their mousetrap. It's brilliant serial killer thought, but it's also brilliant writing and directing and editing of, like, that's how we would do it. Naturally, everything naturally played. Like, nothing felt unnatural. Like, I believed all of it. And I've been in it. So I was like, yo, I was, like, fucking, like, Looking at the neighbor AMC next to me, I'm like, what's up? The the house, like, there's a lot of stuff with the shots and basement and sitting at the door. And, you know, obviously, at the end, when they are in there and then they do that wide pull out, that awesome, like, early morning sun. I hope that was real because it looked real with the sun. You know, it's an homage to the original and the murder and Stu's house. And then you see the characters and, Woodsboro Medical Regional and the thumbs up and a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. And I think that's what this movie is. It's exactly when Jack Quaid's character said it brilliantly. It's like, there's also a real fight in this movie. There's a real fight. There's a generational fight. The Babadook. <laughs> Which I've never seen. But I know like a hipster chick is like, oh, you cool to see the Babadook. And, like, that's the new generation of hard hereditary, which is insanely great. Uh, the Witch, Insidious, Jordan Peele. So, like, there's this new, like, generation, obviously, of, like, psychological horror and scream. You know, if you go early horror, you go, like, iconic killer, bad, hot girl, big cleavage, blood, done, Crystal Lake, Elm Street, Americana Dreams, going to school, dead, you know, fucking Clawhead, Penhead, Chucky, Leprechaun, Ghostface, I don't think he's, Ghostface, oh God, I'm so good right now, I really am right. And then you have the new generation, which is, you know, the Insidiouses, Jordan Peele, like I said, Hereditary, The Conjuring, they're like psychological horror, right? And the 80s were like an iconic figure was the horror. And then psychological horror. And Scream, I actually think it was a reimagining of the genre when it came out. But it also is a it is the perfect linchpin of connecting two generations. Because Ghostface is... An iconic thing that will never, ever go away. He's now on the Mount Rushmore. She's on the Mount Rushmore of, you know, Chucky, Leprechaun, Pinhead, Mike Myers. It's Ghostface is that. But yet, it's self-referential, breaking the fourth wall, but not of people who grew up on horror became thinking man's horror and, like, low-key snark of, oh, come on, stop it, like, you know, like my generation, I acts of like, fucking guy killed. Let me tell you how he did it because I watch videotapes, right? Well, now you go to 2022 and the whole argument is of how these are the movies that work. And you got Roger who is educating this young girl and she's like the Papa Duke. And he's like, there's no iconic figure. You know, it's like so good. He's mad and I get mad. I get mad. Not everything has to be ethereal. Like, I love new horror, but there is, like, a snooty thing, like, it's hereditary or bust, right? Or it's it's new type. So, and there's, like, a hipster horror, right? And they look down on slasher 
and iconic horror. So that's what these guys are. These guys were raised on those movies, exist in these movies, and showed how you can appreciate it. And they said, well, some people just like that. Like Jackie, we was like, people like those movies. And I felt his frustration. And I was like, I do too. Like, you know, it's uh, it, Jigsaw is a good linchpin too. He's like an iconic character, but psychologically fucked up. And so it was emerging of like, yo, this is your generation. This is where we are today. This is what it was. Let me show you what was popular and let me bring it in today and use both tactics. It was brilliantly done like that. I don't know. I was nothing. It, it's just, it's just so well done, top to bottom. Congratulations. Uh, I'd say go see the movie, but you don't need me to say that because the movie's fucking number one in the world right now. It just crushed that little spider. So it's fucking awesome. Scream is number one in the world. So congratulations to everybody involved. And um, this movie was made with a very, very respectful hands. And it was made for the fans, by the fans, with the fans. Uh, and it's so meta that my brain is melting. And trust me, I go to these conventions. I people send me memes and gifts and all this stuff. It's I've even you know I do other stuff and I love screen. But I feel like it's making me like I hate to say the word relevant because I hate the term relevant. I just like the word good. Like either you're good or you're not. So what if you haven't been in a big movie in ten years? doesn't mean you're not doing other stuff. You can do a guest spot on Lucifer. Thank you very much. Relevant just means is everyone talking about you. People talk about fucking, you know, certain things. And then they go, what I'm trying to say is this movie, Scream is never going away. Never. There's going to be fan films, this, and new versions and that. And it's awesome. People forget this. Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan film written in the Twilight message boards. Of what Jennifer Meyer, what she wanted Edward and Bella to do. Or some shit like that. 100%. But that's what this movie's about. This movie's about fandom. About appreciation of art. About absorbing it. About, this is the people's movie. Like, to me, it's just a great movie. It's not a horror movie. It's just a great piece of entertainment. But it's not fluff. It's deep, man. And I just want to say, I'm lucky to be a part of it. Go see it. I did it. Make sure you go out to a Regal or an AMC. It's nice to be in a movie theater again. I the screen made a lot of money. Some movies are back. Let's hope to God they stay that way. I love that Paramount stayed the course and said no screaming. Just I said screaming. No streaming. Anyway, guys, congratulations to everyone involved. Uh, I will do another video of how I got involved. But this is awesome. The movie's fantastic. It's been 25 years, and it's just completely just got a new fire under its butt. So congratulations. Go see it. I'm not paid to do this. I was inspired to do it. If you like this, guys, come on now. Please. I'm going to go so much in my content now because a lot of crazy shit's been happening in my life. But subscribe. Hit the bell. Notify yourself, leave the comments, go see Scream, be good to each other. Peace.